Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the Inner Miami Show. My name is Brandon Griffin and with me as always, oh, I can't see him because he's wearing camo, Mr. Mike Longan. How you doing, my man? I'm good. You know what it is? We we, we know we're running a little late. We know where people are waiting for us, but but we're tired, right? Like Messi said, we're tired. He's tired. We're tired from this tour. We're just running a little bit behind. Uh, we're going to get some rest and we're going to be on time yeah. for the next show. But I think that's what happened. Though I, I, anyone watching the show can can see that my boy Brand's doing a little bit of uh, cleaning as we're having a show, so we're multitasking. I guess Not cleaning. I had to switch the stage over. Anybody so, who just watched me live knows what I'm talking about. But, so for those who don't know, Branson is also on uh, Battered Marlins. Uh, battered fin- what is Battered Marlins, right? Battered Marlins. Battered Marlins, and so we, we stack shows today. He did Battered Marlins at eight. He's doing the Inter Miami show at nine, and I know some That's of it. our viewers will be watching Battered Herons at ten. So, I'm sorry, at eleven. So it's a very right. busy night for those trying to do the trivecta. That's right, but we're glad that you guys are here with us tonight because we actually have some really exciting stuff to talk about. Right? Um, you know, we actually have some roster news, um, and more specifically, we may have an incoming signing. Apparently. Uh, things are getting pretty serious, um, just like they've been with every rumor. But we're going to treat this one like it's happening, just like we always do. <laughs> and his name is Mr. Rodrigo Redondo, Redondo, Redondo. <clears throat> who is a um, midfielder, um, hasn't played a ton for um, Atletico Juniors in uh, Argentina, but uh you know, pretty decent as far as his stats are concerned. Um, you know, a guy that, you know, can come in in our, our very congested midfield and hopefully make a difference. Um, as you can see with his stats, like really good with the ball, um, passes the ball forward, progresses the ball forward, uh, which is something we'll talk about. We have not seen from this team very much uh, in the last couple of friendlies, but um you know an exciting guy this would be a huge get i think the initial offer is somewhere around eight million dollars um so yeah would be really great to have him in i think this is probably uh this might be a backup because it's probably time to say christian medina is probably not going to happen especially if this move goes through but uh what do you think in here mike so so give me one second while i take my soapbox out real quick soapbox down Ooh, this makes on. No, we need this to see makes the no sense this makes no sense this guy is a, a, is a defensive midfielder. We've got two, Gregory and Busquets. Both of those guys are starting, right? Like this guy's not going to surplant either one of them. He's an $8 million young DP that we're going to have to put Frias on the injury reserve list, which means next year he has to play, so we're going to have too many U22s. We're going to bring this guy in for a ton of money, and he's not a starter. And I just I don't get this signing at all. Listen. I'm not saying we shouldn't be considering midfielders. I'm not saying we shouldn't be doing a signing. I don't understand bringing in uh, a, a defensive midfielder of this caliber. And I'll, I'll tell you exactly why, Brand. Before you say anything else, okay. we had a defensive midfielder that was cheap. His name was Dixon Arroyo. He waited it out as long as possible and then at the last second signed. For much less money, we had a backup to this player. Now we're going to do this signing. We could be using this on another young center back. 
we could be using it on another young wing, someone else, and maybe another young striker, a young defensive midfielder. When we we actually just and we'll talk about this. Yannick Bright ste- stepped in. I think Yannick Bright stepped in. Looked good. I, I just don't understand this at all. I, I think this is a pure luxury signing. This, this isn't how we should be spending our money. So I, this is not my last rant of the night, honestly. <laughs> but I, I just don't understand it. I, I think this is, a, uh, this is a nonsensical move. All right. So I'm going to use what you said on our last show against you here. Gregory is a walking yellow card suspension. And to quote you, we do not have depth at defensive midfielder. Then we shouldn't have let Dixon Arroyo go. Listen, it's, it's we had a defensive just, midfielder. I am just repeating what you said last no, week. No, I, I don't. I'm not disagreeing. We should have not. We we absolutely should have a good center to mid, uh, another good defensive midfielder. I agree on that point. I'm I'm backing up my statement. This defensive midfielder at an eight million dollar signing on top of whatever his salary is it's which means he's automatically a dp because they take the the signing and they spread out so he's already in dp caliber and we're gonna have to pay him more doesn't make sense when we had dixon arroyo who was not dp i don't even think he was tam uh well listen i am all for signing young talent i'm all for signing progressive guys who are going to move the ball forward on the field. I, uh, yep. And Joker, that was going to be my next point. I do not think Gregory's going to be with this team. I don't see him going into the year with this team. The, um, the guy, the especially guy... if we make this signing, he won't be here. And I don't think Mota will be here either. I think those two are on their way out. If if that's the play, I retract this, right? Like this does make sense. If Gregory's out, the guy we had captaining our team is the guy we're going to sell feels weird to me. It feels anti-cultural to me. Like, especially... This is not Phil and, Neville's inner Miami. Hold on, hold on. There's no culture here. Hold on. Me- if this was the plan, and Messi knew that, when Messi comes on the field you, and doesn't okay. swap the uh, captain's armband with Gregory, I to, again, sounds bad. I need to stop you here. Like, the Messi running this team bullshit? Uh, enough. He's not it's running not, this team. But he knows he knows all the moves we're no. making. He's in every Messi, meeting. Messi doesn't give two shits about taking the armband in a friendly. Like, don't make well, we this know about Messi. It has no, nothing I think to it's do just with one Messi. More thing. It's like, if if Messi knows no. the guy's out, take and the armband. Hand Mes- it off. No. Trade it off. No. Messi, like, you're, 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 listen, Messi came on in League's Cup. He wore the armband, but who lifted that trophy? It was Yedlin. I get it. Because he because recognized he... who the captain was. Right. And, and if, so... Gregory's, if he knows Gregory's leaving the team, he's not the captain anymore. He's the captain while he's on the field and while he's with the team. And for Messi not to take the armband is fine. But hey, don't I'm going to like, quote, quote a mutual friend of ours. Get out of here. Yeah. Seriously. Well, yeah. Listen, enough with the Messi's running this team nonsense. That I just, I just, played I'm out. telling you. I, 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 this whole thing stinks to me. I just don't like it. If Gregory's out, I think there's other ways to do this. I, I just don't like it. We had a backup, but all that being said, if Gregory is out, we do need a high price CDM. I can kind of live with it, but the whole thing just freaks. Yeah. I don't like this. I don't like it. Well, my personal, yes, my opinion, opinion is my personal opinion know. is this is the, the rumor of the week. How many times have we said that Inter Miami is in advanced negotiations for Christian Medina? Advanced so, negotiations for the last guy. We've got twelve more days. We'll see. 
we've got 12 more days till it closes. <clears throat> I, I, I f- I've said this before. I'm on. Oh, by the way, this is our episode 10, man. We've made it the 10th episode. This is awesome. I already Thank said you. that. Thanks for listening to the intro. I was I was watching <laughs> you decorate your house and got distracted. Uh, thank you to our viewers and our listeners that have gotten us to 10 episodes. Uh, but anyway, mm-hmm. I've said it multiple times. Like, whatever. Move on. Move on. I'm putting the soapbox away. Let's go to the next All thing. Right. We're going to take He's a climb back again. down, guys. He's yeah, climbed back, no, down. climb back down. For those listening, he climbed Ooh. down. There he goes. He's gone. Thank God the bad man's gone. <laughs> uh, on to some brighter news. The pre-sale for season ticket holders for Italy and Venezuela went on uh, on sale. Uh, what was it? Wednesday morning. And I have to say, I was pleasantly surprised at the ticket prices. Um, I, I thought about buying tickets for this game, but then I, I kind of realized I, I there's really nobody that I really wanted to see. Uh, so it wouldn't have been worth it for me, but I thought it was it was pretty cool to see that the you know it was nice to see reasonably priced tickets again. Um, I, I think pretty I think much in line with what we're paying for for single game tickets for Inter Miami. So it was um, it was good. Hopefully, it's a full stadium. That would be I, nice. I think it's cool. I think it's it's Italy playing in a small stadium is probably gonna be a really cool experience. I hope their supporters come out in force. Uh, I don't have tickets, but at last second, it seems if I have that day open, I think it'd be a fun, a fun match to go see. Yeah, I'm going to disappear again. Uh, but I think it'd be a fun match. I think it'd be a fun match to see. Um, uh, yeah, I think it was exciting. I think it's cool. I, I think as much as we've gone off on pricing recently, it's starting to see that the clubs figuring out the highs and lows to price stuff at, like where they can go with different matches. I think they're starting to get a little smarter with that. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it's just good to see. Um, and gives me hope as a season ticket holder, right? Because uh, hopefully they're realizing they need to treat us better. So, so by the way, I'm just going to throw see. out this mic comment. Uh, this might be the match we actually see Martinez score at Drive Pink. So, you know, we could could be an he exciting day for He only scores when he's wearing the, the national team jersey. Right. Like, this when could be he was exciting here. For, for him. He's probably going to win the Golden Boot at Montreal. I've said that. I've already. With I, our I don't luck. know if I. T- well, I don't know if I tweeted that out or put that. I did It'll say that. It'll be him someplace. and Carranza, one and two. <laughs> no, we want Carranza sold because we want that go forward money we got in Carranza. I'd rather him win the golden boot and then get sold. Ooh, more money. All right. We, we, we want to keep this at an hour tonight, <laughs> and we've got two topics I think you're going to start getting up. So, yeah. So, the Vizio I woke Kobe up. recap. I woke up at five. I Ritten, did as well. You say you did, but you didn't message me till six. It's because I was watching on my phone. I had to watch because I was in my son's room. On my so, phone, I was. So let's throw up the lineup because on the show, you and I had a debate: would this be a tune-up match or bring the bring in the youngins? Uh, did you forget to put the slide up? I, I gave. You I did slide. not forget to put the slide up. The slide did not come over. So we had the lineup. So was, we start. We did a four-three-three. We and yeah, again, it was our like starters. It was our. It was our starters. The only swap was Messi was out to start the match. Uh, Robbie Taylor played. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Noah Allen at left center back over Sergey. And we'll get into all the injuries, but apparently Sergey, like everyone else, seems to be injured. Uh, and our, our kind of our debate, the big debate we had last episode was what's the quality of this team? And I was sitting at like a, a LAFC level, Brent. I know you were above it, but both of us came in saying mm-hmm. this is a good team. 
And I know there was a lot of hate, especially on social, like we should just beat this team. The, whole the numbers didn't back it up. And frankly, I think a 0-0 draw, kind of jumping ahead, was the right, was a good outcome. Like we looked, I thought we looked the best we've looked all all, all season, or all preseason. I also think that outcome flattered us. It did. This There's could good. have easily been without the woodwork. This could have been a 3-0 loss. Yeah, but the messy, the messy weird thing he did, that should that could have been a goal. It's just he's like, this could have been a 2-1 loss, but it was a close match. It was a close competitive match, is and kind of what we expected. Uh let me break down a couple things into it. So for those that didn't watch, the first five minutes were horrible. They they just controlled the the, the pitch from day one. We are not starting strong. Uh around the 15th minute. There was a, 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 all of a sudden Kobe comes in, takes a shot, counters, stretches out, tips it, puts it into the bar, it rebounds. Kobe gets it again, puts it into the other bar, and we clear. Like, huge scare, get past it. Uh, our passing was atrocious. We had no control of the midfield the entire match. Like, on our, when we were playing, when we were trying to counter, we just bypassed the midfield, get it up as quick as possible. Uh, I think the other thing is like our our short passing in particular was really bad, really bad. Uh, there were and and even like our long passes, like we we just like we weren't putting the ball like where people wanted it in stride. We were overshooting people, um, specifically on the right wing in the first half. It was just it was bad. You, you know the first the first thing you teach when like, young kids when they're playing soccer and the passing is you pass to where they're going, not to where they've been. And I don't think any of our team seems to understand that. Every pass was to where they are. It was behind them. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I watched someone did a parrot and a voiceover on the new Messi commercial uh, where the new Messi, uh, Michelob, not Michelob Ultra commercial, what? Yeah, yeah Michelob Ultra. Ultra. And it's like, and just like they're taught, the ball goes straight to Messi's feet. I'm like, wow, Messi got more balls to his feet in that commercial than he did in that match. Like the passing was just atrocious. Uh, yeah, there wasn't anything good. And it was all, and the um, passing they that. were doing was sideways and backwards. Nothing aggressively. Very reminiscent of Phil Neville. It, yeah. Uh, strangely, again, we're reverting to Neville tactics. Uh, coming up, going down yeah. my list of things to cover. Gressel, completely invisible. He was playing center midfield, did nothing. Uh, at one point, so Messi I comes on in the 60th, man. I'm kind of just jumping around here. Messi comes on in the 60th. 60 or 7th reinvigorates the team brand new team which is scary by the way like even the defense got better when Messi got on the pitch like everyone I don't think the defense got better I think that the pressure was off of the defense because Messi was controlling the ball in the attacking half we spent more time on the opponent's side of the field than our side I don't think the defense got better I I can live with that so anyway go back to Gressel I want to wrap up my bashing of Gressel Gressel gets the ball Inside the ha- the half center circle of the 18th, the top of the 18th. What do you call that? Half circle, half moon of the top of the 18th. Literally stands there with the ball at his feet and doesn't know what to do with it. And yeah. like half awkwardly passes it to Messi. Messi makes a great play. Like gets the ball, puts a shot. But Gressel didn't know what to do with it. And I know I, we've been saying like give Gressel time to get comfortable with this team. But this was kind of the tune-up match. I'm still going to say it. Like Gressel is not a midfielder. He's not, and Tata keeps forcing him into this midfield role. And then on top of that, like you have like certain reporters that are out there, like oh, Messel or Gressel was signed to be a midfielder. He is not a midfielder. 
He looks shit in the midfield. He does. When he's he on does. the right wing, at least he's making runs. He's he's advancing. Like I can live with that, and not ma- maybe at this point in the preseason, not being able to make the pass per pinpoint. But the the nonsense that's happening in center midfield is just it's atrocious. He, so he, he just it's, it's it, horrible. It, it was horrible. Now, what was good in this game? And you kind of touched on the defense played great. The defense and and calendar. So calendar had a fantastic match. Everyone was concerned. Mm-hmm. He comes off that Saudi Arabia match. Not everyone was concerned. You were concerned. And I'm I told you, I think he I just needed a day off. Yes, no, you were. Go listen. You? To I was never concerned. I was concerned about oh it. Oh, like, my God. Feel it. You have completely forgotten that you're like, CJ Dos Santos is starting in goal. I think we have to read into that because he's now clipped two clean sheets in preseason. I th- I and thought, I told I you, think I, think, did. I think Drake Callender just needed a rest. After that battering and after the U.S. men's national team camp, he just needed a rest. I might have said this. That's it's possible. You did say it. It's possible we go. We 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 don't have VAR on the show at least yet. We might start figuring that one out. Uh, but Calendar looked great. He was all the his. Okay, his saving in between the woodwork was great. His delivery of a ball anywhere was not what, an improvement what we've over seen last from year. Drake Calendar. It was not an improvement over last year. I'm going to say it nicely. No, but and and that's always been the thing with Drake Calendar is like he's never been great at distributing the ball. Um, yeah, I, I'm bringing over the aggression. <laughs> yeah, he's nothing. Now moving up to the, the four the four man back line, they played great. Uh, so the four man line was Alba on left back, Noah Allen at left center back, Toto right center back, and then Yedlin playing right back. They and Noah's back winning and me over at that left center back. Dude, Noah. Again, I, I say it every game. I say it every game. I'm a Noah stand. I love Noah. Nobody can look at that game and have a single complaint about Noah. You get and one complaint, look, which is he missed the PK, well, but that's a different conversation. But and, yeah, and that even honestly, can't bitch about that. Uh let's Noah say it played together. Great. It's preseason for the PK. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. We'll, we'll um, cover the stupid stupidity of the PKs yeah. in a second. But, but I Noah think, played great. Um, with Noah slotting in at that left center back and like the depth that we have at that position, like we were talking like, oh, maybe we need to add like a, a center back or anything. And I don't know. I think I'm okay with the center backs if we're going to run the four-man back line. I think I'm okay with who we have uh, right. because they're good enough to hold down the fort. And hopefully remember, Noah's, Noah's forward. not the starter. No, the but but, uh, but I think which is good. Pa- like think, this is a good thing. I think that's fine. I think that's no, it fine. is. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm 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 agreeing with you. Yeah, I think it's fine, and and I'm okay holding Pat there and spending money in the attack because yeah, if I, we're I spend anymore because I'm think a little concerned. It. I'm a little concerned, <laughs> and I I know there's a one of the people watching right now is going to get real upset. I think right now there's still a drop off after Nolan Sailor. Yeah, I think there's a drop off to Sailor. God, I, I don't. It's weird to say that because Noah is not a true center back, and it might just be the bias Tata's clearly showing against Sailor. But there seems to be a reason why Sailor's not seeing the pitch. So I feel like there's probably a drop off. I would love the 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 man with the hair of the gods to come out and and prove me wrong, but I am concerned there's a drop off. I think you just have a problem with guys with long hair, man. Campana, Sailor. What's under and that hat, Mike? You know what you know what the irony is? Because I think you're right. I would kill for a man bun. If I had enough hair at the front of my head and I oh. could rock a man bun, I would. So maybe it is. Maybe I just have a thing for like thing against guys with long hair that I can't have. 
we're gonna have to get we're gonna have to think about this this might be a recurring we're concern have to explore this yeah all right so uh, i want to cover injuries so but sketch goes down bad looking he he took a foot to the ankle in a way you never should now good news is he after being in pain he got up walked off the field in his own power i saw a report about six hours ago that said it's not as bad as it looks on tv and by the way i think someone said someone just answered it didn't the foul was it didn't look intentionally bad there was didn't look like there was any malice in oh, it oh no just caught the, they just caught each other wrong uh but it looked bad so uh busquets went down so we added add another injury to the list and we'll cover that when we get into the tour i think you should address uh, this question because you addressed it on our last last episode i i, I did address it and the problem I, is I we're talking Cal about his defense we're talking about his defensive qualities and i think there's a drop off in his defensive qualities is he better at uh set pieces no, 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 than but, noah hell yeah but, he's like a foot and a half taller than him of course he's better than noah at set pieces i but just like defensive the, quality the point like what you said about this particular game i said that it, it didn't matter it was meaningless, it was meaningless. Because i don't care about sailors offensive stats i need to know can he track back like noah can have you seen Noah runs a little funny? And I like the only one that runs funnier than Noah is Alba. Alba runs in a way that I giggle oh, oh. every time I see. You know who else is funny is uh Kramoski. Every now and then he runs like a deer, like who's le- who's who's still like learning to to walk and like he stumbles over himself sometimes. I, I think I got that from Joe. I feel like we talked about that at the open cup final. Man, Callie, Callie is on a roll tonight. I heard he was a little talkative on uh on Batter Marlins. Apparently he's he's going today. I'm just saying a couple of these guys run funny, but but Sailor can't track back like Noah. Noah is much faster, much speeder, and the high line we're playing that counts as a drop off. As much as my boy Callie yeah, but, doesn't want to hear that. But I I mean, I don't know. I think in a four-man back line, I think Ryan Saylor probably offers you a little bit more. Um, not the high line we're going to play with it. Ryan Saylor's not slow, though. Like, he's not he, Noah, he's really he's not not Noah he's fast. Pretty, right, but but if you have a good holding CDM, you shouldn't need a speedy left back to play center, center When back. you have your center backs on the opposing 18, your CDMs, it doesn't matter. They, they still have to sprint at full speed. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's, and I, I think know. that's where to me, to me, where Noah looks so good was when he was high up the field, he got back and made the plays against the you team know what it of comparable me qualities in MLS. Yeah, and and you know, like, because it's a good point. Like, he does track back better, but but what it kind of reminded me of is Kamal Miller, because last year Miller was the one constantly tracking back, like trying to clean up. For the other center back but i don't think sailor has the football iq that miller does i'm not no 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 i'm not saying sailor okay. i'm saying noah Noah's yeah, yeah. reminding me and kind of playing that like that safeguard center back role because miller's just obviously not there well, anymore so that that may be you may be onto something and that's that's what tata wants tactically is a guy like noah with speed who can track back and clean up after the other center back because well, there's, we can't afford to have two fast center backs. Ta- talking to people close to the team, the other thing I'm hearing is that Tata's really prior, and this is going to be ironic compared to what we say, Tata's really prioritizing people who can pass the ball. Bullshit. And Noah, I know, again, I'm saying it ironically. <laughs> like, 
he prioritizes people who can make the, the passes and see the play. And actually, if you watch yeah. Noah with the ball at his feet, he's actually very good at pinpoint passing. Uh, I've and always I think thought that's, Noah was fantastic. Yeah. And and that's where that's that's one of the biggest reasons. Like, I think it's two things Noah's speed and Noah's passing that are kind of holding him right now in that position. I do think, I think it's, I don't know if we put, put it up there. Someone said earlier that Noah's fighting for a starting spot. It's absolutely true. Yeah. It was he Adrian. clearly is. He's right there. Yeah. He's, he's, he's absolutely, I don't hate it. Yeah. I don't, I don't, like I said, I think Noah's done a great job when he's played at center back. Um, you know, it's good to see. I, I think, you know, I think it was probably between so, him and McVeigh, and obviously, I think he probably knocked out his competition because McVeigh is the only other center back that I think had had similar speed profile to Noah. And I think Noah's passing ability, to your point, is probably why McVeigh is not here and Noah still is. And also, Noah doesn't cost money and McVeigh did. Well, yeah, but I think, you know, I, I, I'm trying to give you props and saying Noah beat out McVeigh for the spot. And then there you go. So, so, uh, Let's talk real quick. So the game ends zero zero. Everybody turns off their TVs. I did, and then I did too. And then all of a sudden, I get a tweet. I see a tweet. We're going to PKs. So I had to turn the game back on because apparently this was a cup game and required penalty kicks, and it went to PKs. Let's start with the team didn't take this seriously. Messi never takes a PK. He's laughing and joking the whole time. I don't think they. Even, I don't think the players knew that it was going to. PKs that's what I've because- seen. I turned it off because Messi like was like just going out there shaking hands, and I was like, "Oh, it's a draw!" Like, no, yeah. that's cool. And then like you text me, and you're like, "Oh, it's going to PKs," and I think I text you back like, "Yeah, I'm not watching that." <laughs> so, so it was really humorous because we got to cover the two points. The third PK, Robbie Taylor steps up, kicks it right at the goalie. Here's the good news: goalie stepped off. Immediate flag went up. Goalie stepped off the line. Too bad. Hey, Robbie Taylor gets a chance to. Mike V's spoiling it for me. Robbie Taylor gets a chance to take it again. Hits the top bar. It was to be, uh, Robbie actually posted yeah. on Instagram today. He's like three matches played two of the four things, three things, two missed PKs. Like even he made fun of it. Yeah. And then, and then we see something which I actually think is a Tata flaw. The fifth PK, which should be messy. The entire crowd is expecting messy. Noah Allen walks up. Crowd's booing him. The reason you played Noah in this spot, and I understood the same reason you had Uloa take the the PK and the fifth PK at Leagues Cup is Tata wants a storyline. At that one, it was the longest tenured Inter-Miami player. He's going to win us our first trophy. This one is, this kid has played all but 20 minutes of the entire tour. Let's let have him go win it. Fortunately, this kid's played all but 20 minutes of the entire tour. He's dead exhausted. Send it right at the goalie. Saved. So, no blame. No, it's not. It's it's no. It's just Tata wants these storylines, and sometimes I just want him to win the damn game. So I don't, I don't know if I think that. I don't know if I buy into that a hundred percent in this scenario, because if he wanted the storyline, he should have let. He should have told Messi like, "You're taking this fifth PK because we really fucked up in Hong Kong. Like, we got to come good here in Japan." The only reason you have Noah take that is for the storyline. It makes no sense otherwise. You've got literally five I don't other know guys if it's for the storyline. I think maybe it's more like to reward Noah. That's the storyline to me. That but, that's all that counts as no. the storyline. 
I don't know if it counts as a storyline because I don't think he's doing it with the intention of like like what outside people think. I think he's probably doing it with the intention of like Noah, you've deserved to you deserve to take a shot here. But I I disagree that he should have been the fifth penalty to kick, kicker. Like if you want to pass out a reward like that, let him go first, no pressure. If he misses it, someone else will step up. So so I've got two people. We got Pablo said this. I'm gonna throw up Adrian saying that. I don't think Messi made this call. I, I, he didn't care. He was goofing off I and think, joking. I think we give too much credit to like Messi making calls like this. I don't. I. I, I don't think he. He did that. I. I. I, I agree with Mike. I don't think he. It was a. Messi I, thing. I, this is. I think it's Tata. And I remember Ben. I think Tata wants these storylines, visuals. It's. It's not disrespect to Messi, but I just think in this game, this wasn't Messi. It was Tata. Unless Messi has a harder goal at all, like when I mean, he might, and he wants this always to happen, then you can just say the whole thing's Messi. But I still think it's Tata. He just wants this. He wants the storyline. He wants to say thank you. Like Brandon agreeing with you, and that's maybe an option of like it's a reward. But to me, it's all that same concept of he's not thinking to win always. He's thinking, what's the good thing to do? And I do sometimes yeah. you want a guy to go straight for the throat. And even in this meaningless game, when when you've only won one other match in this tour, win the effing game. Can, can I be honest, though? Like, I don't Absolutely. want a guy who goes for the throat. I don't want a guy who goes for the storylines. I want a guy who looks at the soccer field and says, this is where my players are best. And I'm I, I want to put people in a position to succeed. And Tata's not that. And the the PKs. He, he didn't he didn't care about like hey like Messi like you're on the field you should be taking a PK you know it's nice that he wanted to reward Noah Allen but and and just not and Pablo again I get Messi's done a lot of good things but watching that match I didn't see Messi push Noah there's no picture of him handing the ball to Noah or, or patting him on yeah, the back to go it do it it wasn't a Messi like, decision but he's I agree done those kind of things like I, he absolutely and there were some great pictures. Uh, Joe Kerr posted the most on Twitter. There was awesome pictures. Suarez sitting there with his arm around Ruiz. There was Noah and Alba. Alba. The, the big four are absolutely showing the young guys how it is. I just oh, don't yeah. think this was an example of that. In the images, I think to Pablo's point, like the images that we see coming out of the practice sessions and stuff absolutely speak to that. Like 100% Messi and, and Busquets and Alba and... Uh, we haven't really seen it with Suarez yet, but those three guys have really like taken a lot of the academy guys too, like under their wing and helping them, and that's great to see. No, it's really but, clear. It's really clear that's happening, and that's yeah. again. I just think in this instance, this wasn't that. This was anyway. This is a Tata thing. All right, so we lose. Good news, the tour is over. So let's let's get into a recap. Of the tour, because we've we've now done six away games, traveled twenty four thousand miles. I think was the final number. So let's just recap what the final record. So there was one win against Hong Kong, three straight losses: Saudi Arabia twice, and then uh, Dallas. A loss on penalty kicks, and a draw against El Salvador. So if you treated this like a season, we scored three points. Now. And we scored those three points without Messi. We scored three points without Messi. And and what was essentially an exhibition game, if you watched that game and and listened to our show last week. 
What should we have done? In my opinion, that we should have scored 10 points on this tour. We should have beaten El Salvador, Dallas, and Hong Kong. We should have lost to Saudi. I, we had some predictions we could win those games, but once you watched it, you realized there was never a chance we were winning those matches. And that was when think, you know, we even got lucky that Ronaldo wasn't there. And Speaking of that, real quick, I, I just think see, it's funny because Al Halal beat Al Nasser today, like 2-0. Did you see Ronaldo, what he did? So the no. crowd's cheering, and he literally screaming, I'm here. Messi didn't come. There's there's video of him clearly saying, I'm here. Messi's not oh, here. What a- so, so we should have lost those, hands down. I'm not going to yeah. have that argument. And I'll give you a point. Kobe was a draw when we're in it. Like, us at our best, them at their best, you, either one can win that game. And again, comparing them to a, a top-end MLS team. So we should have walked away with 10 points in this tournament. Even if you call it a preseason tournament, realistically, we should have walked away with 10 points. So let's start out with, from a points and wins perspective, this was a failure. I know we're, I know you don't want to say it's preseason, it doesn't matter. But the expectations of the team of this quality was you win against El Salvador, Dallas, and Hong Kong. Those are just expectations. No matter how successful teams, and 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 I looked. I know. At the, this, I saw it. The successful the, teams aren't like the last couple MLS Cup winners or something. Seattle. Seattle's like the example. Seattle was yeah. the team. They won the MLS Cup. They they lost six preseason they won games. One and I game get that. Yeah. No, they lost all six. Yeah. No, I get that's the example. I just I, don't, I just think you start out with that. But let's talk about the good. Let's start out with I've the been good. Trying I'm trying to tell them. There's no points. Adrian, you, you are new to the live show. I have been fighting about this whole preseason doesn't we've, matter. We've argument. been fighting about this. Pretend, every this is episode. He's always like, oh, we got a point. We got three points. I'm like, there's no points. <laughs> it doesn't count. Uh, but yeah, like I I don't care about the win-loss record as I'm on record as saying. Um, I don't think it matters um at all. Uh, but what what does concern me? I'll is tell you that, at the end of March if it mattered. The, well, no. at the end of March we come back to this if it mattered or not. It won't. It it, it one is not directly correlated with the other. It's if not. If we keep on losing after it, I'm gonna say it mattered. If we not, win afterwards, I will. Not, it's not. I will like, buy you a it's drink. Not. This is you just reading into a wanting to panic. It's not like, like that, man. It's preseason. That's like me saying, like, uh, that's like if I had just said on battered Marlins, like, oh, spring training. If we don't win every game, we're going to lose every game. The Marlins have great spring trainings and they're shit. Hold on. It's not win every game, lose every game. I would have liked to have won more than one game. Listen, I don't I don't care about the wins. I don't. It does not matter if we win. How many goals did we score this tournament This in the preseason? Four? Mike, Mike. I don't care about wins and losses. It doesn't matter. What concerns me more is the tactical ineptitude of our coach and the terrible passing that's coming out of our midfield. That concerns me. Okay, but I don't, you're ignoring... I don't look... Our, I don't our look four at goals the wins and losses. Looks insane. I don't look... Okay, but hold on. I don't just... look at the wins and sure, losses. Okay. I'm not I talking don't. wins and losses. I'm saying goals. I'm saying goals. goals. And goals are fine. Goals... The reason okay. we are not scoring goals is because our midfield cannot pass the ball to our strikers. That's okay, where now, the problem I like is. Adrian now, by the way. We're back. We're back as friends. <laughs> so, so here's my issue. We scored less than a goal per game in the final 10 games of the season. We scored less than a goal per game in preseason. That's what's a continuation. The common denominator there. It's a continuation of a trend. That's Listen, my concern. I'm not disagreeing. Okay, let's talk with about you. the good. 
let's, let's I am not I don't think there's any good in this preseason. No, there was. There was. Hands down. What? I asked I posted on Twitter. I got some really good response on that. So let's start out with something good. Uh young guys got a chance to play. Not only like the ones we know, like a Kramowski or a Ruiz, Yannick got on the pitch. Um uh Sunderland got on the pitch. I think that's good. I think we have to call it out. That's what we wanted to see. We we begged for it after the first two games. We saw it in the fifth and sixth game. That's a good thing. Like we, you have to take a moment and say that's that's good. The other thing I think is good is we saw team bonding, and it kind of centers around Noah Allen the way the things we saw. But I'm gonna call it out the first one in the fifth game in Hong Kong when Noah got fouled hard and Busquets and Alba were gonna punch a guy, and actually Busquets did hit a guy in the face. That's good. When we see them walking out of the locker room in Hong in Japan. And Al, uh, uh, we talked a second ago, but Suarez's arm is around Ruiz. Alba and Noah are deep in conversation. That's good. These are good things. And I think that maybe is a continuation of what started last year. But I think on this trip, these guys really bonded. And I think if the going gets tough, that will make a difference. So I, 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 you can't say nothing good happened because I do think that was good things that happened on this trip. It's really the only good things, but they are good things that should be recognized. Well, you know, I, I think you you skipped the last point on purpose. Depth, yeah. We Ryan depth. Taylor, I did. Yeah, I did Noah say that. We wrote the script to step in is what so, the script says. <laughs> yeah. So, so I wanted to give you a chance to speak and say a good thing. I was I was trying to help you out. So, um, Ryan, listen. Anytime you get young guys playing, like that's a good thing. Um. So yeah, that's that's a good thing. The team bonding, it's nice to see. Um. You know, we we saw it last year though too with the big three, like they they were working with the young guys and things like that, and I think that helps the development of our young players for sure. Um, David Ruiz is one person that I think if if anybody benefited from this preseason, it was him. Yeah, like he he had a phenomenal preseason, uh, and Noah Allen, Noah Allen for sure is somebody as well that I think whose stock went up because he played so much. He was on the field. And you could see that he progressively got more comfortable in that center back position and was making better plays. Um, I, I think the other thing that's kind of hard with this preseason tour is unlike a normal tour where you would schedule teams that are maybe not as good as you or at your level. I think scheduling the Saudi teams kind of hurt us because it makes us look worse than we probably Hold on. are. We're not, we're not, we're not to the bad yet. You're skipping. You, I'm I'm saying like don't, don't jump ahead. You know what? I'm, <laughs> go ahead. Continue the show on your own. No, I, I. Oh man, where's that couple counseling comment we need? To, I'm gonna put it back up there. There you go. There's Joe. Joe calling out. No, but I, I want to say before you finally got ahead. There's not like when you say depth, and as much as I'll, I don't know if Callie left. If Callie's still here, like Ryan Saylor, great depth piece. We have depth there. Uh, at the wings, there's not a position on this team right now where we don't have one man behind them. And I think that's huge. And I know, part, let's start with Inter-Miami's never had that. There's never been a time on this team from the first season till now where we actually could say, if a guy goes down, there's someone else in his place. Right now, we can. And I think yeah. that's that's good to know. Could change in a week. Could, yeah. you know, we could But Depending, and remember, well, we're, we already have injuries too. Like, and we'll cover that in a second because that's part of the bad. But right even that, today, we have guys. We have a backup keeper. 
We have backup center backs. We have backup yeah. left back. We have backup right back. We have I think multiple only, backup midfielders. I think the only way it changes because I, I really don't think the Newell's game, like, I don't think we're going for that. Like, I don't, I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's like one of those occasions where we're going to like go all out. But um, I do think the depth could change because I think we still have to move some people on uh, to make roster compliance. So I think that's where we may see some changing. But um, I think without the sanctions, though, we'll probably see that we at least have one or two deep in in key positions. Uh, We may not be, (laughs) Joe, you're right, but we may not be as deep in like uh, midfield because I think there's some bodies there that need to move on. Uh, when we start the season, but I think the depth will have been the best that we've had. And I'm sorry for cutting you off, but I think it's a point worth making is that is a good thing. Like we saw through the tour is that. Yeah, but I don't think, well, and and you can say that's through the tour, but I think that's more like a planning on Henderson's part. Yeah, but we Um, saw it. I guess that's one point. It's like we saw that we played the depth. They got a chance to show us. They got a chance for the team, the players, the fans to get some confidence in the depth. No matter where we had, we could have just done, you know, similar, you know, USL matchups and stuff like that. And maybe we've seen it, but yeah. to see them do this as a team, I, listen, there's, it's a good thing. I'm, I'm looking for some good stuff and I think it's a good thing worth mentioning. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it is what it is. Like, all right. I'm, so I'm now, now get into the bad. Over the bad. Now let's get into the bad. You, you oh, choose boy. where you want to start with the bad. We got a lot of bad we're going to go through. Um, You know, my main thing, like, we can go through injuries because obviously that's the number one glaring issue. Not having Busquets is going to hurt. Um, hopefully the reports are correct and it's not as bad as we're, we thought it was because it looked pretty nasty. Uh, Kramoski being out with his sports hernia surgery really stinks. Farias, that, that hurt. That hurts. Losing him for the whole season, losing a U22 DP. Um, you know, and a guy that that we were expecting to have a big season and probably could have done done something to score those uh, to score those goals that we're both missing so badly. Um, you know, Messi and Suarez. I don't think they were. I don't think they were injured. I don't think they are. I think it was just a rest. I'm, I'm going to disagree with you. I'm not going to fight. I'm just going to disagree. That I think I think there's some truth to those injuries. They might just be more lingering. Like let's not major, but it it, it might be. I, it might. More so, be like we don't want to repeat a last season because yeah they had lingering injuries. He felt, last season, he felt so a little something. Not, yeah, yeah, it could be something like that, but I don't think it's anything serious to be concerned about for the season opener at this point. And and news came out today: Robbie Robinson got injured. He had a calf injury sometime during the tour, and they sent him. I think calf or hamstring. And, yeah, and Mr. Glass, probably, I love that was Mr. Probably Glass him getting off the plane because we didn't on, see him at all he slept in the, on those first class seats wrong and, and twisted his ankle had a kink in his, in his yeah I, but and... again so so by my count one two three four five six injuries on this tour we averaged an injury a game of some severity whether it's minor or less. so first off that is the opposite of what you want in preseason no i think yeah, in, no matter but... the sport you always say the goal of a preseason match is to yeah. end up injury free we no, average an injury but I, game but it, I think you're. I think that six is high. It's four. Like let's go five. Split the difference. No, it, it's okay. four. I'll give it to you. Because because Suarez and Messi both played in the last game and they looked fine. Um. So you know I, I'm not ready to put them in the injury column yet. Okay. Uh, but but it's losing key guys like Farias and Kramashi is not good. 
uh, for extended periods of time. Robbie Robinson, you're on record as saying he's the best striker we've got. Um, yeah. I don't think I said because I, I actually believe Suarez is better. So, well, you did make that comment before Suarez was announced, so I okay. will give you that. That's okay. fair. Uh, you you did, you know. I, I think you've also said he should be the backup to Suarez. And I'm not I'm not backing so. down when he's healthy. I think he's he's. I when he's healthy, I want <laughs> him on the. Yeah, I want him on the pitch more than I want Campana. Uh, Adrian, you know, this is an interesting comment because this has come up a lot. This, As far as I know, the medical team has not medical changed in four years. It doesn't have anything to do with this, though. But we have a history of medical issues. There's there's a fair question not, of what's going on, but bad luck? I, I don't think it's I don't think it's the medical staff. Um, you know, Dawn, I forget her last name. Who was like the head physio or the head um, head trainer? She's like world class. She, it's like she was like the best you could get. So so let and me put out a different statement. All of these things. I question if the team listens to the medical staff. I question if players are playing when they shouldn't, no matter what the medical staff well, is saying. But see, the thing is, is like, and that's not a medical staff issue. I think that's just. That's a cultural issue of the team. It could but also I be a thing like it could also be a thing like, and and I heard, I think it was Phil said this. Um, sometimes with the younger guys, like they don't listen to their bodies the way that they should, or they don't know how to listen to their bodies. And when you it's look the old, at the large amount of the injuries that we've had over the course true. of our history, it's been young guys. Robbie Robinson up, clearly does not know when he's hurt. <laughs> Don Scott, thank you, Joker. Thank uh, you. Right. That's who I was thinking. So those who weren't injured are dead exhausted. Messi admitted it very publicly. You see it in their eyes. I talked to a friend close to the fan, the team, and and I'm telling these guys are walking zombies. Yeah, we've got two weeks. We've got one match next week, and then we go into play. So they have time to rest. But I do think going this hard before your body's ready, huge mistake. I think that the the injuries, the fitness, the the results all showed it. I don't. Yeah, it was too much. I think it was too much, too much travel, and I also think, uh, I think the order of the games probably wasn't ideal either. Um, if you want to yeah. be ready for the season, those Saudi Arabia games probably should have been the last two we played, uh, just because they're clearly the better teams, um, and and that's a good way to challenge Pro yourself. Well, we could have gone the other way, right? Japan, Hong Kong, Saudi Arabia, and then come home. So we could have made the the. the we could have, um, but we also could have just stayed home. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, you know, um, there was a there was a conversation on my on my personal Twitter yesterday, which was, you know, what was the point? And I, Total Football Radio, or someone came out and said, "Oh, all the money we made," and my issue was the money doesn't help us, right? Like in a salary capped league, we don't need more money. Yeah. And so when it's all said and done, I, I just like it does bother me that yeah, we made a shit ton. I think I saw it was a hundred minute line at Hong Kong or Japan to buy kits. Like they were selling out as much as they can oh, make yeah. them. Uh it's just I, I struggle to look at all this and go for the exhaust, just the exhaustion issue alone, like to make the money, was it worth it? And I I, I really struggle. And by struggle, I mean I know it wasn't. This I don't know. I think all this was to pay for MFP. Um because it, it can't go into the roster. 
Like we're it's, it's all it's we all into our pocket. Compliant. Well, it's it's to pay. It does pay the DP salaries. That's one. That's fair. Yeah. And when we have remember we have six DPs now. Actually, technically we have seven. If 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 the rumors are true, and we get another one. We still have to pay Farias, and we got to pay a new guys. So we're gonna be yeah. Seven we still have to pay salaries. him, even though he doesn't count. Yeah. So, so our our roster bill for this year is probably close to seventy million dollars, hundred million dollars. We have to all the all the I think it's fifteen million for one guy, eight million we'll for never another. Because like, MLS doesn't share with us. Right, fifty million for Messi. Like our roster bill is really high. Yeah. You got to pay you, for if you it fact, somehow. If you factor in the transfer cost, the upfront transfer cost, so yeah, we have to pay for that. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's 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 not good. I want to call it another one, and you and I were wrong. So our our first episode, we came out and said Tata's a three five two guy. We're going to play three or three five two. Blah 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 blah. It is clear now the three five two was the experiment. We spent the first four games experimenting. And then came out to finish it in the four, four, three, three, or four, you know, four something wherever. Uh Matt. Adrian we talked we, about that last, we used Adrian, that last week. Yeah, that was last episode. Matt, Adrian, did you listen? Did you listen to our last episode? We went deep into it. Uh, but going back, I just want to say, like, we called it wrong. I admit I was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly a four-man backline. And the four-man backline, we have played better, right? Like we we have not we've had only one goal scored against us and gets the teams are worse than we saw in the middle of it but an el salvador i would say an el salvador and a dallas are probably the same level combined as a uh hong kong and japan and here mm-hmm. we scored multiple goals we we had the same number of goals scored against us i i think it's a much better a much better uh uh formation and and yeah we're we're reverting back to phil neville tactics Never should have fired him in the first place. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you, but that's another conversation. But, uh, yeah, you know, we we definitely, if this is the formation that Tata rolls off for the beginning of the season, we're definitely wrong. Um, and hopefully, hopefully, the five-man back line was the experiment and not this. Um, yeah. And if this was the experiment, hopefully Tata realizes this is better. This is the way we got to go. <laughs> I, so, I do think Kobe was the dress rehearsal, and for that reason alone, I think the three five two was the experiment. I think it could be. Um, I don't. You know, it's hard to say what what the re- rehearsal is. Adrian, I'm because... on record as saying this, by the way. So Adrian just goes, Phil's going on a playoff run with Portland this year. I'm on record saying that Phil Neville wins MLS Cup before Inter Miami does. I've said it. I will stick with it. Hold me to it. But I I do think I don't think we're built to win MLS the way we're kind of built. And I think Phil with the Portland, the Portland redesign with his new keeper in, I think he's, Oh, well, and his center back, right? Right. He's, he's going to build, it's going to be a staunch defense. They've historically been able to score goals. I think it's gonna be a hell of a squad. He's putting without going too far off the rails on this one. I would say that if we make the playoffs, I think we probably have a better chance of winning. That's what Portland if. does uh, because the team is very clearly built to compete in tournaments and the playoffs are just a glorified tournament. Like, I just we will not win supporter shield. I hate to tell anybody that we probably won't see that in the messy era with how good the rest of MLS is, is gearing up. I mean, if you look at what Chicago's doing this year, what Colorado's doing this year, I know Colorado's in the West, yeah. but the teams are rapidly expanding and, and spending money, you know, 
almost every team is going into a five to ten million dollar DP this year. I don't. I see a very clear path where we do not get into the MLS playoffs, and that's tied to international play and stuff like that. It all depends on what the focus is because I, I think the beginning of the year we still sacrifice for CCC. Right. I think you know. I and think we probably go for the league league's cup repeat uh, and just hope we sneak into the playoffs so that we can make some noise. But we'll get into that in our preview show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I'll, so, I'll, we'll go in depth on that. But I mean, all right. So can know. we both? We think we can wrap this part up. We both agree this tour was a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah sum that up but let's uh let's move on to take it off all right mike's take fashion show time so so i've got more gear i've got more new stuff this is like one of the things we do on this show if you're new to the show i do a fashion show that's why you got to watch the show and not just listen so this this shirt just came for sale on monday and that's my buddy the long eric sleeve that we just showed the long right sleeve. on the yeah. last episode show the back nice it's nice. It's thin. It's comfortable. Big fan of it. Uh, and then I've got just, I'm not going to put it on the new pink shirt. So this is, was one of the original four shirts they showed, like it got released with the kit and Branson, I think you're going to be especially excited because center logo, another one. Those of you who listen to the podcast or listen or watch the show know that I did purchase the pink center logo kit with my name on the back. And you will also notice that since I've received it, I have not worn it. I put it on. I think it's atrocious and it went in the closet. So so that shirt center logo, which I thought was interesting because I it feels like this shirt is kind of the shirt that every club's gonna get. So I'm curious if every club's getting a center logo on the shirt. It's also where, where this is very thin, that shirt's very thick. Like it's a very heavy t-shirt. I just thought it was weird. So yeah. All right. So I'm gonna jump into uh questions. So those in the in the chat, Let's, feel free to throw questions. Well, we did we, get a question through Twitter that I wanted to throw up there. Technically, this guy hit me on. Uh, my boy Jeffrey hits Ooh. me on WhatsApp. So oh, he sent what's me. Up? Sorry. So, so with Jeffrey, the, with the release of the IMC F two schedule and season ticket tour supposedly getting tickets to all their games, do you plan on actually attending any IMC F two games? I personally would love to go to one or two. It's going to be schedule dependent. Uh, I've heard some great things about the games. You get really close to the players. You you get it's a very great atmosphere. First team players in the. Uh in the stands first he said and i'll say this for anyone who's a classic inter miami fan and misses the days of that empty drive pink i think it's be cool to kind of be able to go back and have that moment uh so i'm definitely planning to go to one or two unfortunately the guys these tickets were like 10 bucks previously getting them for free means nothing but i recognize as a four-year season ticket holder it's 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 wrong of me that i've never gone so i'm gonna use this as an excuse to go and i definitely plan to go to yeah. one or two I don't know how many I'll go to, but I'll definitely go to. Yeah, three. I'll probably depending on dates because it's it's kind of hard um, to fit all these games into the the schedule. And uh, for those that don't know, I have a pregnant wife, so I'll have a son in the middle of the season. So this will be interesting. But um, if I can, I would love to go to the Orlando City, uh, go to the the Little Derby, and um, you know I'll probably. Try and go to 
I think we have three independent teams that are non-MLS teams uh, that I would like to see because that's interesting. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's in, you know, we talked about, I think it's episode four. So Inter-Miami was the wooden spoon uh, contender last year. They they were horrible, and I am I have two of specifically. Yeah, I'm hoping to see it a little better. Uh, I want to see where the academy is. You know, you look at our team right now; we have so many academy kids on it. Like, I'm hoping we're going to see a few bright spots there. So, I, I it's a great question. Uh, yeah, Jeff Jeff usually listens to the show, but he said 10 o'clock was too late. He's got he's like kind of like we had, he he works like early hours. So appreciate. Yeah, it. I get it, man. <laughs> All right, Joker. Uh, I. Brandon, I think this question is for me because he's asked about autographs, and we all know I'm an autograph town. Uh, whose autograph are you not going to get when we don't have a preseason event? So I think if we have a preseason event, at least one of the big four is there. Not Messi. Let's just start off. There's no way chance at hell Messi's there. A Busquets, now a Suarez. I will wait in that long ass line and skip every other player and try to get that autograph. If, if I'm being honest, like I want one of the big four. I will go all in. And and just wait that sucker out, uh, and and just forego everything else, and just hope another thing comes up in the rest of the season. But if I can get a big four, I am I'm putting it out there. My goal is all four. I've already bought a jersey for each of them. They're sitting there hanging, ready to be signed. So I'm going for the big four. Yeah, I've got the uh, the black, um, the new black Lenoche. Uh... Suarez kid. So if if he's there, I will be all over that. Um, if not, I'll be in line for my boy Campana. I got to get that picture signed. Has to be signed this season. So Adrian goes. I'm disappointed. I'll see counter gloves. Let me move the camera. Hold on. Let me switch the camera view. There we go. And you can see so, it. <clears throat> so I do have a signed calendar jersey behind me. It is a U.S. Men's National Team jersey. Uh, I got an auction. So. I, I'm sorry. It's a, it's slightly, you know, not everything. When you walk for. in Mike's front door, the glove got gloves. Gloves are just sitting there. He's got gloves, and he also has a game, uh, a kit. I I don't know if it was game worn, but it's game issued. Game. I have a game um, issued calendar kit that Drake uh, sw- swapped a, a Greenlaw game jersey for. So uh, yeah, does Mike have an official messy autograph? Uh, I came this close. So the last game of the season. I'm sitting above Messi's suite. He starts signing autographs. I've got a kid holding my jersey to hand it to him. And people rushed and just start chucking jerseys at him. And the bodyguard got him out of the way. Like, literally, bodyguard and I have made contact. This is going to happen. And he had to rush Messi out. The plus side was that day I did get my Yedlin autograph, uh, which I always call him my my white whale because he's one of the hardest to get. Kamal Miller, bless his heart, saw me in the stands as a random dude. I threw my Yedlin jersey to Kamal. He walked it to to Yedlin to get signed and he signed it that like Yedlin signed it on Kamal's chest. The whole thing was the craziest thing. Uh, but no, I don't have Messi yet, but I did get the, the Yedlin autograph that night that I wanted. Why are you asking who, yourself a who's question? Trying to, who's who came in here is, <laughs> you know who it is? I think it's, it's TJ, my son. It? It's TJ. TJ just typed that. Up. So my son apparently is in here as me trying to, yes, TJ. I am trying to get Messi's autograph, and I plan to use you to help me get it. Oh, that's hilarious! That was like, how was that happening? I realized TJ had to be TJ. It had to be TJ. <laughs> TJ, if you're listening, you can walk in right now. I'll put you on the screen if you want to say hi to everybody. Let's oh see. boy. Uh, <laughs> we'll see if I hear him walking. Give him a second. We'll uh, give him a wh- second. 
less Cali for getting me in my Yedlin autograph. Yeah, um, I, 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 we I all know it. Yedlin. I'm going after it, the big, the big four. I, I, I love yeah. my love autographs. Now that I'm, the heartbeat's retired, I think I might try and get Chase Yedlin down too, and get my heartbeat signed. Put it up in my that one. Work. You know, you know that one because I got the, I got the, yet yeah, I got the heartbeat with the official plaque for the uh, final. And who? Who told you to get Yedlin on the back of that jersey? By you the did, way, you recommend. I, mean, I asked. I didn't know who I was going to get. I'm like, who do we put on? Because I didn't want Messi. I was like, remember, he lifted the trophy because yeah. Messi gave it to him. Yeah. So that's that's my super awesome one. One of my favorite moments last season. I don't think TJ's. I don't think TJ's going to come by. I don't know. Uh, any other questions? Today. Given given our two minutes for, for questions, because I know we're just hitting yeah, up we'll at eleven o'clock. I know a lot of you guys are probably going to head over to. Uh, battered herons which is starting here soon so oh, oh, i have a visitor come on in hi there he is teej hi <laughs> <Ow. Okay. laughs> i know tj in the uh the togetherness jersey i love it hold on my uh headphone stops working Oh boy. All right. Well, right. we can wrap it up. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, yeah, you know, we don't want to go too late because I know uh Battered Herons is starting here, started at eleven. So go Head over there and support them and, and all that they do and support all the content creators in the inner Miami space. We're all doing great things and, and we're just doing this for fun. Uh, doing this for you guys so as always if you're not watching on youtube like subscribe hit the bell for notifications so you know when we go live and when we post shows thank you guys who joined in the chat like it tonight's chat was a blast um so let's hope like we keep that me momentum going and you know just thanks guys we, before we before you hit i don't know if you said it make sure you like make sure you subscribe please share this with other people I know that somebody said it earlier, like meetup, Inter Miami show meetup. Absolutely, Greenlock gang. So, so a lot of Greenlock we'll gang there, members. And I here. think I think we should plan for an Inter Miami two game. I think we oh, should yeah, do that. Absolutely. absolutely, get a big group out there and, and support the kids and, and make a lot of noise for them. I think that would be fun this season. So appreciate all, right, all listening. Um, We're gonna play that fun music. Thanks, guys, and we will talk to you probably some some point next week, maybe Tuesday next week. So thanks again and have a good night, everybody.